every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And, you know, last week at this time it was extremely, unbelievably, amazingly cold, you know. And now the world has turned upside down and it's steamingly, scorching hot, 48 degrees. What are we talking about here? What is happening? Well, a lot of things are happening we're going to talk about steamingly scorchy 48-degree weather. We're going to talk about breakfast in the evening. We're going to talk about glutinous rice balls and so many other things. But in the meantime, I think this song will sum it all up for us. If you're out there, Mike, this is for you. That's you, Mike, not me, Mike. This I'm bringing, me, Mike, is bringing it to you, Mike, and everybody else, too, if you know what I'm saying. This is a song about steaming hot temperatures in Ann Arbor, specifically written for that purpose. And there, there's so much cultural significance in this song. This is Southern Culture on the Skids and Camel Walk. Everybody. Uh, Baby, will you eat that there snack cracker in your special outfit for me? Please. Yeah, that's Camel Walk by Southern Culture on the Skids. It's a song about food and uh, Little Debbie snack cakes and so many other cultural things. This is a show about food as well as culture in spite of itself. I'm Mike, and 
Okay, there's a lot of stuff going on in the next few weeks, actually to do with food and hunger and helping people who are in need of food. Uh, One of those things coming up on Friday, February 25th, a week from tomorrow, is a benefit for breakfast at St. Andrew's. Now, St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Ann Arbor has a free meal every day and has been doing so for more than 28 years. And for the second year in a row, there's going to be a break fest at the Ark to benefit this program. Again, that's a week from tomorrow, and it's going to have music by Irish fiddler Kevin Burke. Actually, he's from England, but his music is traditional Irish fiddling. Jazz pianist and composer Stephen Rush from Ann Arbor is going to be performing. Fingerstyle guitar virtuoso Duck Baker is going to be there. Duck is food. And Creole du Nord from Manchester. Creole music of the North. I love it. All of these folks are going to be performing at the Ark on Friday, February 25th. And this makes me realize, first of all, we have a show, a concert about breakfast at night and this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I'm going about to play a song about breakfast at 6.35 in the evening, and it makes me realize I'm going to have to do an all-breakfast show one of these days, and we can all get in our slippers and pajamas and, and have a good time. In the meantime, here is Poi Dog Pondering. goes a little something like this. Get up and dance with your cereal bowl. Now, now, not on the equipment. Now, you got to use your boxes, folks. Your lunch boxes. This is Pandora's lunch box. That was Poi Dog Pondering, and that's the tail end, kind of like a duck tail end of a song by Poi Dog Pondering. The song's called Postcard from a Dream. In parentheses, it says Toast and Jelly. Toast and Jelly, the toast and jelly part is perhaps the most significant part of the song, the last two minutes or so. And speaking of breakfast and events, we just talked about Break fest, breakfast, 
coming up a week from tomorrow at the Ark. Sooner than that, though, at the Ark, you will have an all you. Sooner than that, sooner than that, at the Ark, you will also have an opportunity to do good things for people in need of food. There's going to be a free show at which the Ark will request non-perishable goods for food gatherers, the food rescue operation in Washtenaw County. That show is going to be next Tuesday, February 22nd. The performer is going to be a guy named John Pointer, who is a guitarist, singer, and human beatbox. Let's hear a little bit of what he sounds like right here, okay? This is all one guy. Kashmir by Led Zeppelin, of course, performed by John Pointer. He's going to be at the Ark this coming Tuesday. The show is free admission, and the request is to bring non-perishable goods to the Ark for the show, which will be donated to food gatherers. Food gatherers is the food rescue organization in Washtenaw County. So all kinds of food stuff going on. Also, coming up later this month, yet one other food thing for good food is called the the Michigan Good Food Film Festival. That's going to be on February 28th. That is a Monday, February 28th, at the Morris Lawrence Building at Washtenaw Community College. Starts at 6 p.m. that Monday, February 28th. Films about good food and such. And we'll bring you more details as that comes, comes closer. We'll probably give you more information next week. In the meantime, earlier this month, there's so much happening this month. Earlier this month, the Chinese New Year began, also known as the Lunar New Year. That was on February 3rd. Now, traditionally, those celebrations went on for a while, not just for the Chinese New Year Day itself, but in fact continuing on until the actual full moon appeared. Chinese New Year itself, on that actual day, on the Lunar New Year, is a new moon. I actually naively went looking for the moon on the Lunar New Year, thinking I would see it because it's Lunar New Year and it's you can't see a new moon. This is pretty self-evident if, if I'd used my brain, which I hadn't. But here's what happens now. Another important holiday is approaching, the Chinese Lantern, Lantern Festival, which is on the 17th. Yes, indeed. That is, is that tonight? I believe it is tonight. According to Chinese tradition, says here at TheExaminer.com, the 15th day of the first lunar month is the first opportunity of the year to view a full moon. To symbolize a full moon and all the brightness associated with it, festive lanterns are hung from elevated heights, while people enjoy spherical balls of glutinous rice filled with sweet or savory ingredients. 
And here in the examiner.com from Chicago, there is a recipe for glutinous rice meatballs by Lydia Lynn. The ingredients, I'll give you some of the ingredients here, not the measurements. We're not going to do a cooking show here. But glutinous rice, shiitake mushrooms, dried shrimp, ginger root, scallions, water chestnuts, ground pork, salt, pepper, cooking wine, soy sauce, sesame seed oil, and an egg white. Mmm, that sounds good. So a reason to celebrate Chinese Lantern Festival. TheExaminer.com has that recipe for glutinous rice meatballs to celebrate round things. And the moon is round, you know. So we have this wonderful song here. This is a song of celebration. This is the year of the rabbit, but this song does not have rabbits in it. Perhaps... We can imagine a rabbit in this song here. The thing about that, however, is that rabbits don't make any sound. So you see, we're going to have to imagine the presence of the rabbits on this song, this festive moon song, this festive moon festival celebrating song by Lucia Pamela, Walking on the Moon. It's even better than the police song of the same name. Really, here goes. Oh, I see elves. Let's take a walk on the moon. Come on, come on. Every time I take a trip, I'm sure to meet my friends. From the sky, they fly high. This is a love from them. As I was walking on the moon, I met a little As I was walking on the moon, I met a little chickadee, and this is what she said to me. Bye. 
I think it's safe to say that all of all experiences of humankind through the millennia are contained in that one song. I think so. That is Lucia Pamela from her album Into Outer Space, don't you know? That is Walking on the Moon. And so says the liner notes here. So says as the liners as notes is. Lucia Pamela recorded Into Outer Space sometime in the late 1960s, we think. She played all the instruments, perhaps. The album is actually recorded on the moon, she assures. Whatever, wherever, whenever, there is no one like Lucia Pamela in this or any galaxy. That's what it says in the liner notes, and I agree. Wonderful, wonderful, happy, happy. Happy, happy day to those of you celebrating the Lantern Festival, and just people celebrating the fact that it's a scorching hot 48 degrees out there. With the window, it feels, with the wind out there, it feels kind of like 48, actually. Now, there are some big celebrations involved with the Lantern Festival. See, saw here a news item from a, from Xinhua News Agency out of Beijing. Chinese police across the country beefed up security to ensure a safe Lantern Festival today. The ministry, told, the ministry of Public Security told local police authorities to, to increase scrutiny of fireworks parties, lantern shows, and fireworks displays to prevent explosions, fire incidents, and stampedes. Police nationwide were asked to tighten security and conduct safety checks on fireworks stalls and densely populated areas to prevent serious accidents. In just not... Meanwhile, in Taiwan, there is a Beehive Rocket Festival going on. This is happening. It started actually on Wednesday, in fact. It started on Wednesday and apparently continuing today. Or actually now, wait a minute, I think it's now Friday. It's now Friday in China. It's also Friday in Taipei, Taiwan, and so probably they're just recovering from it. But we can think about it. We can imagine because it's evening for us. The Beehive Rocket Festival, says here, is one of Taiwan's biggest lantern festival events. Unlike the Pingxi Sky Lantern Festival in northern Taiwan, which is known for its romantic atmosphere as lanterns carrying good wishes are led off gently into the heavens, the Beehive Rocket Festival reveals the vigorous lifestyle of southern Taiwan, according to the event's organizer. A total of 800,000 firecrackers and bottle rockets, living up to their comparison to hives of angry bees, will be fired at, into, and around the crowds thronging the streets of Yangshi District, Yangshui District, creating extreme excitement. I would be very excited by 800,000 firecrackers and bottle rockets being fired at, into, and around me. Compared with the 600,000 rockets ignited last year, according to the organizer, the scale this year is unprecedented as the rockets are dedicated to celebrating the centennial of the founding of the Republic of China. So, there you go. The Discovery Channel has decided to send a crew to feature the Beehive Rocket Festival this year, according to the Tourism Bureau of the Tainan City Government. Happy Lantern Festival, everybody. Here is a song by Elvis Presley, where if you are within the festival, you might get stung. It might feel a little bit uh, something like this. It might feel pretty good, actually. Holy smoke, a land sakes alive. I never thought this could happen to me. Yeah. I got stung by sweet honey bee. Oh, what a feeling to hum over me. It started in my eyes, crumpled up to my head. Polluted my heart, I was stung, did I run? Oh, uh-huh. 
Nobody going to sting me but you, you people, you, you. I'm talking to you individually, you. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. Arwolf is here to get ready to help us face the music at 7 o'clock. If you've been calling, sorry, I haven't been able to reach the phone. I always have a lot of irons in the fire during Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm doing a lot of fancy footwork and uh, finger work and nose work and eye work. I mean, it takes a lot of extremities to do a radio show. So I appreciate your patience that I have not been able to reach the phone. So... I hope that is okay. But thank you for listening. We will try to get the phone as soon as we can try to get the phone. In the meantime, you're probably wondering about food-oriented litigation. I know that's what you're thinking. What about the food-oriented litigation, Mike? Well, I'm going to answer your question. Thank you for asking. An Iowa convenience store chain wants a federal jury to rule that the term footlong belongs in the general English vocabulary. So, we need to have footlong in the general English vocabulary. Why? Because Subway claims that it is the special property of Subway and its 12-inch long sub sandwiches, which are called footlongs. Oh, come on. Casey's General Stores filed a petition in U.S. District Court last week seeking a judgment that the term footlong is generic and violates nobody's trademark or patent, pending or otherwise, or anyways. A Subway lawyer wrote to Casey's about three weeks ago, threatening legal action because Casey's described sandwiches in some of its stores as foot-long, presumably because they are a foot long. What about hot dogs? Hot dogs? Foot-long hot dogs, dogs, Arwolf says. Um, Are we allowed to say the word foot-long on the air in terms of hot dogs? Subway has used the phrase $5 foot-long or $5 (laughs) foot-long. for years and has a trademark request pending. So in the meantime, I suppose, because maybe they might possibly be allowed to appropriate the word footlong and maybe the word the. Uh, I better not say the. Uh, Meanwhile, the, uh uh-oh, Arwolf said the. This is a dangerous radio station you're listening to here, people. Meanwhile, a British court says Play-Doh, by any other name, is a trademark infringement, even if it's spelled differently. This is news from Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and we don't do enough news from Pawtucket, I tell you. The United Kingdom High Court said last week that a German toy company, whose name I better not try to pronounce, had infringed the trademark of Hasbro's iconic Play-Doh because it used the phrase the phrase play dough on its yummy dough product yummy dough's box describes it as the edible play dough d-o-u-g-h 
Hasbro sued the company and its British supplier last year. Okay, let's try with the pronouncer. One, two, three, Narmittel is the name of the company, or perhaps Eins, zwei, drei, Narmittel. Says in a statement, I think that was a really bad Irish accent by way of Dusseldorf and Berlin combined. Uh, that company says in a statement on its website that it's disappointed by the decision as considering its options, including a possible appeal in the UK or elsewhere in Europe. A spokesman for Hasbro says the Pawtucket, Rhode Island-based company actively enforces its intellectual property rights around the world using Play-Doh police and their Play-Doh guns. You don't want to be shot by one of those because it might feel kind of squishy and a little cold if it's been sitting near a window at this time of year. So, no footlong Play-Doh here. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and some local news. Sad to say that the Ipsy Arbor Lanes Bowling Alley on Washtenaw in Ipsy Township will close on May 1st. And that is one of the most iconic neon signs in the area with the letters B-O-W-L, spelled like bowling pins. Sometimes the lights go out and it's the Ipsy Arbor Owl or the Ipsy Arbor Owl or the Ipsy Arbor Bow or Bow, depending on your tastes. But great big, tall, beautiful sign. The bowling alley is closing on May 1st. And that's just down the street where there used to be a great big monstrous gigantorish big boy with a giant hamburger on his plate. That is no longer, unfortunately. That is, the story goes, and this is a friend that told me this is not just a story, this actually happened. Big boy had this big old hamburger, gigantic, gigantoric, I should say, hamburger on a tray, and it flew off in a windy day. And the hamburger rolled down Washtenaw Avenue. I don't know if it caused any damage, but, uh, well, you know what it could do to your arteries if a giant hamburger rolls down the street and hits you. That's the truth. And sorry to say, I'm going to miss that wonderful blinking neon sign of the Ipsy Arbor Bowl. It's going to be open through May 1st, but I don't know if the sign's going to be on until May 1st. Time to take some pictures. Okay. Thank you for listening. I've been Pandora's Lunchbox for a while. This has been Mike for at least a half an hour or more or less. Quick reiteration of events coming up. The ARC has a Take a Chance Tuesday with Human Beatbox and guitarist and singer John Pointer. They are taking donations to food gatherers of non-perishable donations. That's the ARC next Tuesday. At the ARC on Friday is a benefit for breakfast at St. Andrew's with traditional Irish fiddler Kevin Burke and others. And we'll tell you more next week, most likely, about the Michigan Good Food Film Festival coming up at Washtenaw Community College on Monday, February 28th. This has still been Pandora's Lunchbox in spite of everything. Our Wolf is next. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor and Soup. Let's play a game, shall we? Another game of food reference bingo. You're going to have to get a long card for this one. Here are the DeMarco singers and Bouillabaisse. Wow, that was really anticlimactic. It was anticlimactic, too, because there really hasn't been a change in temperature. Bouillabaisse! Some gals just like to go out. Now, these things don't seem to interest me much. I just like to put food in my mouth. Now, there's a place down south in New Orleans where they specialize in French cuisines. They cook a dish for which I'm devout. When they serve it, you'll hear me shout, Yeah! 
high fidelity MGM 45 RPM platter. Thank you, Mike Perini. Good evening, everybody. At 7 o'clock, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. I'd like to dedicate tonight tonight's Face the Music to, well, to my kitty cats, but aside from that, to Frank Zappa and Dmitry Sostakovich. Let's start with Frank Zappa. (laughs) 